48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. The top stories. The Chief Executive stresses the importance of national education as he vows to correct the wrong values of young people. Experts call for changes to the SEL's COVID regulations, including an easing of international travel. And the health chief warns that more public medical services will have to go on hold as hospitals admit more coronavirus patients. Chief Executive John Lee says his government will spare no effort in pushing patriotic education and correcting what he described as the wrong values of young people who have been misled. Ben Sher has details. Speaking at a ceremony to unveil a patriotic education centre founded by the Federation of Education Workers, Mr Lee said some people in the past had colluded with foreign forces and stigmatised national education. He said teenagers were the future of Hong Kong and successes of the One Country, Two Systems enterprise and that their national identity must be nurtured from a young age. Mr. Lee said the Education Bureau would offer full support to schools in planning and implementing national education so pupils will learn Chinese history and values, respect symbols of the country, as well as understand the importance of the Constitution, basic law and national security. Two experts who are advising the government on the pandemic want the SAR to step up enforcement of the vaccine pass requirement at supermarkets and markets. At present, people have to be vaccinated to enter such places, but staff are not required to check their records. Sean Kennedy has details. Microbiologist Yun Kwok Yung and clinical professor Ivan Hong made the suggestion in an article they penned with two other colleagues from the University of Hong Kong. They also want the government to gradually relax its social distancing measures so that the population can achieve a hybrid immunity from inoculation and natural infection before winter. They suggested Hong Kong should prioritise opening its border with the rest of the world while the mainland sticks with its zero-COVID policy. And they proposed that mandatory quarantine for travellers could be phased out and eventually replaced by daily tests and a bracelet tracker. There's been a further small increase in the number of people in Hong Kong's public hospitals with COVID. About 1,100 people are being treated for the virus. Earlier, Health Minister Lo Jingmao warned that up to a quarter of public medical services might be affected by the rise in infections. He said the daily caseload could more than double in two weeks. Professor Lo said a colour-coded Leave Home Safe app could help protect the community, but ordinary people wouldn't be affected. For the uh, yellow coat, we managed to use this to actually not actually to increase the restriction, but actually to uh, relieve the restriction imposed on all those inbound travellers. With the yellow coat, we will be able to more precisely identify them uh, at risk to avoid them from getting into the high-risk area, exposing the community to the risk of infection. But at the same time, we'll be able to perhaps reduce the designated hotel quarantine period. So for the rest of the public, there will not be any increasing restriction and there will not be any tracking function. Overall, the SAR reported 3,762 COVID infections for the day, 229 of them imported. Macau authorities have announced that non-essential businesses will be suspended for another five days until next Saturday. The SAR's Secretary for Administration and Justice is Chong Wang Chong. 
The measure has been in place for six days since it took effect on Monday, and people have been very cooperative. The measure has been effective. On the one hand, it greatly reduces the movement of people in the community, and on the other hand, we've seen that in recent days the number of positive cases and cases found in the community has fallen because there was less contact between people. This shows that the measure is effective in controlling the COVID situation. Officials also said three more rounds of citywide PCR testing will be conducted next next week, and people also need to do rapid tests. Four people have been jailed for up to three years and two months in connection with a case involving possession of a petrol bomb in 2019. The four earlier pleaded guilty to possessing anything with intent to destroy or damage property. They received sentences of between 27 and 38 months at the district court today. The weather mainly fine, a few showers tomorrow. The minimum temperature about 29 degrees. Very hot during the day, with a maximum temperature of around 33 degrees in the urban areas, and it will be a couple of degrees warmer in the new territories. Moderate southwesterly winds occasionally fresh offshore, and it's going to stay persistently very hot in the coming week. The very hot weather warning is in effect, temperature 30 degrees, humidity 78%. You're listening to RGHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The Secretary for Home and Youth Affairs, Alice Mack, says that the administration is collecting people's views on the role of district councils before it conducts a review on the matter. She says the councils will have to be district organisations which aren't organs of political power, as stated in the basic law. This is an eminent work that we have to finish as soon as possible because I know that many stakeholders in the districts are very concerned about the development of the district council. But the review of the district council or district administration will according to the uh, Article 97 and 98 in the basic law. So any development or any review will have to be observed. We have to observe the laws of Hong Kong and the basic law. Parliament in Sri Lanka has reconvened to begin the process of choosing a new president to replace Gotabaya Rajapaksa. He fled the country in the face of huge anti-government protests. MPs are expected to vote on Wednesday. The Prime Minister, Ranil Wickremesinghe, has been sworn in as temporary leader with the backing of the governing party, which has a parliamentary majority. An opposition MP and former health minister, Rajita Sanarutna, said the situation in Sri Lanka was so dire that a general election was out of the question. Everybody says to form an all-party government. At the moment, it is impossible to have a general election because there is no fuel, there is no electricity, there is no printing paper, nothing. The people will oppose spending a lot of money for the election when they are not even fed properly. So it is impossible. President Biden has said the United States is fully committed to being an actively engaged partner with the Middle East at a regional summit in Saudi Arabia. On the last day of his tour of the region, he spoke of the great value of working with the US on several fronts, including on security and energy issues. The United States is invested in building a positive future in the region in partnership with all of you, and the United States is not going anywhere. This is a table full of problem solvers. There's a lot of good we can do if we do it together. And thank you for the many years of partnership between your countries and the United States. Mr Biden is hoping Arab leaders will boost oil production, but has acknowledged that he doesn't expect immediate results. 
Earlier, there was controversy when Mr Biden met Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, despite earlier saying he would not do so. The Saudi Minister of State for Foreign Affairs, Adel bin Ahmed al Jaber, dismissed that as empty words. What happens in a political campaign generally doesn't survive the reality of being in office. Because in office you have access to information, you have access to advisors, you have access to intelligence, and you are governing and conducting the affairs of government. President Trump said things about Sardibia during the campaign, um, but then when he was in office, we had a great relationship with him. So what happens in campaigns is what I call happens during the silly season. To sport and leader Cameron Smith has just teed off in the third round at the British Open at St Andrews. The BBC's Ben Croucher is at the old course. Yeah, mightily impressive start to Cameron Smith's Open Championship. A 64 on Friday, the second best putter in the field as he chases a first major championship, the lowest Open score after 36 holes in history. And what better place to do it but a number of big names in that chasing pack behind, including Rory McIlroy, the 2014 Open champion, on 10 under par, a beautiful birdie at the 17th, setting up the end of his second round and then you've got Masters winners like Dustin Johnson on nine under and also Scotty Scheffler the world number one on eight under par how dearly they'd love to get their hands on a claret jug a major championship it seems bringing out some of the game's major players and in rugby union Ireland made history by holding off the All Blacks to win the third test 32-22 becoming the first touring team in the professional era to win a series on New Zealand soil Ireland scored three tries before half-time in Wellington to lead 22-3 and held their nerve as New Zealand stormed back after the interval to clinch the series 2-1. Meanwhile, England beat Australia 21-17 in Sydney to secure a 2-1 win in their series. To end the news, the top stories once again. The Chief Executive stresses the importance of national education as he vows to correct the wrong values of young people. Experts call for changes to the SEL's COVID regulations, including an easing of international travel. And the health chief warns that more public medical services will have to go on hold as hospitals admit more coronavirus patients. The news from RTHK. the man that I love Cause I'm living my life Just to sing and be free From L.A. to New York From New York to L.A.
second hour this Saturday night is Peter King with you um, just for a change just did uh, last Saturday and this one is the last one together but we've got an extra hour through to 2am playing mostly old school funk some electro swing and that sort of thing between now and uh, midnight midnight to 2am we'll do some soul 